I also realized too when when uh, they put pressure on somebody, so so say like like they're in trouble, they're just gonna pass the buck, throw throw people under the bus. Yeah. I, I got thrown under the bus the other day, and it was like, bro, really? Like, I mean, it may have looked like I threw him under the bus, but I, who was valid? I mean, what well, was valid? you know what? There was nothing. Nothing was unfactual, but basically. I was told one thing. I was said, "You don't. This, this piece does not mean, need music." The next morning, um, the producer's like, "Where's the music? Why is the music done?" And I'm like, "I was told there wasn't music." And then, and then, so she she went to him and was giving him shit. And he was like, "Well, Micah came in late and was eating breakfast." And it was like, "What's that got to do with anything?" First of all, what, anyway, it was like, you know what I mean. But I, I theoretically, I was eating breakfast. Yes, five minute breakfast, and I finished before he did. So it's like you know what I mean. It's just like ah, I don't like. Were all you this late? Stuff. Well, the, okay. So here's what happened. It was the ice storm morning. It was Wednesday morning. Ice storm. We get a text at. Um, oh, it was a Thursday morning. It was Thursday morning. So we're supposed to be there, generally at, uh, nine, right? Except we got a text that said, "Hey, the roads are uh, you know bad, so come in like an hour later. Come in at ten. Then 30 minutes later, they're like, okay, the roads are clear, so you can come in. And they also said, like, there's no breakfast, and there's breakfast, and there's no breakfast. So I was like, okay. I guess everybody, once I got once that second text came out, they're like, okay, the roads are clear. Everybody's raced in or something. I didn't race in. I was like, all right, I'm going to, you know. Just come at a comfortable pace. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I also had to, like, scrape the ice off my truck. I helped my neighbor a little bit. I was going to make a breakfast, but I didn't. So then I come in within plenty of time. That's the thing. Like, I got, I got everything done. I need to get done over like an hour and a half early. So I'm supposed to race, and then I drove slow into town. I drove slow, right? Because it's I'm not racing in. It's not. It was icy. It was weird. You know what I mean? So was I late? I didn't think I was late, but I guess in their eyes, I was late. That's the bottom. That that's another part I don't like too. Because even when I worked at that job, and I had to come that hour and a half and get there by seven. Mm-hmm. And if coming late, like, I'm like, dude, but they don't understand, like, I'll also work late when I'm not getting paid just because, you know, I just want to come when I want to come and yes. I'll, I'll make sure I make it up to you because I always have that integrity, like, I'm going to deliver. I chose to work for you. I'm going to deliver, you know, results. Yes. It's all the, the bottom line. So let me chop it up. But technically, they want everybody here at this time yeah. and this, this, and that, and that's it. And I get it. I mean, all right. All right. Uh, yeah. It is what it is. Yep. You know, and I've, I've always, like, lost my jobs by being chronically late. <laughs> I mean, down to minutes. Like, really? Yeah. Well, we, and their their argument is, well, everybody else is here, and they're right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what basically she was saying. It's like, well, everybody else got here. Like, first of all, not everybody else, but most people, other people did. Good for them. You know, and, that, and I've been thinking, and that, that's because they want careers here, and... I don't at the role I'm at. This is not a career role for me. This is a temporary position, but I guess they want someone who, who's thinking of it as a career. No, they want you to commit. I'll commit, but like to projects. Like, okay, let's make a documentary. I can I can make it. I can shoot, edit, do a whole documentary. Do but, they have any like um, subcontractors? Like you could just contract. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll probably I'll talk to them about that. But everything, yeah. you know, everything's. Who knows what's gonna happen. Yeah. Um, but, but what I am fully understanding is, oh, I, I didn't really realize this before, but now I am understanding. And you know what the, the, the thing that's hit me hard too is I thought everything was, was going really good. I was like feeling 
content. I was like, okay, I've kind of figured out my groove here. I was like coming in singing and happy. And then all of a sudden, like, they were talking shit. And it's like, it was, it was, it hit me like from left field a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you got it. That's, um, that's why it's important to reread the 48 laws of power. Cause a lot of people, like, especially like young people, when they, you know, they come into a situation and they're eager and they got all this gusto and they come in this place where there's established older people and this, this and that, and they're making those guys look bad. Like they're eager, they're ready to do stuff. They're ready to, you know, exert extra energy. And they're like, hey, chill out, dude. Yeah. Hey, 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 come here. You know? Yeah. You're working too much. You're coming too early. You're making us all look bad. You know, and then all of a sudden there's, you know, rivalries against you and people are coming together and putting stuff in the boss's ear and it's just all this nonsense that just makes me sick like like me and you we just don't want to deal with it no. we know we could and we probably could be good at it you know if i had to switch my mind yeah and, and start getting into this game i don't want to do it it feels just, icky it feels gross because we turn into somebody we don't even want to yeah. be no yeah he's did this yeah yeah like <laughs> I, I and I, I guess I got to stop joking too. I was like joke, you know. I'm, I'm a, like, if I have a problem, I'm gonna talk to you, or I'll just figure it out on my own. If I'm joking, I mean, I don't know. I guess I guess sometimes there's truth in jokes, so I got to be careful about that. But mostly, I'm joking. You know what I mean? I'm joking. And then one of them was like, "Oh, he's saying this joke." Like, I was like, "Well, well it was one one other worker." I'm, I'm, a few times I've been like, "I'm like, why are you pretending like you're busy?" Like, I don't have any, first of all, I don't care if she's busy or not. I have no idea if she's busy. It's just a joke, right? I'm just joking. I thought it was obvious. No. She's like, I think you really, it's like, oh my God, you're going out of your way to tell the producer that you think that I think that you're not, just. Dude, I mean, this is, you're, you're like, I mean, I'm a big ham, and but I, I realized I had to come back a little bit because I can't. The reality is people take shit the certain way. Uh, yeah. It's a given day, a given sensitivity, whatever they're going through. Like, oh, it's not just about me. Yeah, I'm yeah. a ham. I'm, I like to poke fun at everything and joke, you yeah, know. Yeah. But I had to kind of dial that back a little bit. Yeah, me too. I, now I'm realizing, yeah, I got I to dial that back. And it makes it not as fun. But then it's like, yeah, I guess we're not friends. Let me, let me, we're not friends. It's okay. Fine. We don't got to. I'm not going to pretend. I guess that, that they... I don't know. I guess they are. Maybe they are friends. They all like to go hang out. I don't really like to go hang out. I may a little bit, but. Are you the token Negro there? I am, yes. See, you're the token Negro. So it's, you know, it is what it is. There were two other brown people. They both got fired. <laughs> and you know why? Being chronically late. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, weren't, they weren't good at their job, actually. Um, See, there's another, you know. Uh, yeah, that's why I say, yeah. At the end of the day, me and you are like that. Like, I know I'm good at my job, and it, that's why I don't get, you know, fired for that. Yeah. I never get fired for that, you know. Um, but, yeah, just that chronic late stuff. I really hate that, being somewhere exactly on time. Even, when, like, when I deal with my customers, you know, I like to work from 10 to 6.30. I like to miss traffic both ways. I like mm -hmm. to have my mornings a little bit, kind of drink my coffee then, go. So I'm not, because, again, I had to realize traffic turned me into something. Mm -hmm. Going at the time when everybody else is going meeting and they're all rushing because they have to be there at 10 or or nine or eight mm -hmm. you know because their jobs kind of depend on it right mm -hmm. just imagine that trap so people will fire you for being chronically late mm -hmm. even if it's two or three minutes yeah right which is what i am i'm chronically two or three minutes late so that adds a lot of stress to people who have mortgages kids you know what i mean so mm -hmm. they be, before you know it they turn into something they never thought they were going to turn into right 
and it's like dealing with the traffic. Then you're dealing with bullshit at work. Then you got to take it, you know, on the way home. You know, people trying to just get by you and, and take every opening and, you know, you, you have to turn into this person. Like, oh, yeah, okay, fuck everybody. I'm going to get mine. And I don't want to do that. I need to stay on the outskirts, man. <laughs> you know. It does seem like that thing slowly, like, falls or something. It starts here, and then it just... Oh, because you're distributing the weight. Yeah, so that's a kind of a good one too because as we try to help the kids that are just the ones we think we can get in prepubescent, mm -hmm. this is something to think about. You know, the job you pick, do you want to be an employee? Yeah, because there's all types, right? There's employees, there's people who are like great at that, being part of the team, and then there's people who are more bosses, like or individuals. I'm a contractor. I, that's what I am. I'm, I'm really a contractor. Like, hire me for a project. I'll be all in on this project. I'll do a good job. Uh, you know what I mean? I can I can handle a lot, uh, but the worst thing is when they have when like I'm the worst. My weakest spot is when they give me something that is very easy to do. You know what I mean? It's like okay, here's something that anybody could do, and then I do that, and I might make a mistake because it's just like it takes so little attention that I I almost give it not You're enough. Doing five other things and then <laughs> that too. <laughs> yeah, I'm already like you know I'm engaging some other things because I got we got to be entertained in real life, but so that's like. I don't want to be doing. I don't want to be doing things that anybody can do. I want to do things that skill that that take require skill and attention. Challenge you, baby. Yeah, that, that challenge that are challenging and like using my actual skill set. But that's not always what they need. That's why I should just be a contractor. I should just really be when you need me for this skilled stuff. I'll do that. When you just need kind of things that almost anybody can do, just go hire somebody. Do, do they should do that yeah. with somebody else, and that'll be like I think the 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 more long term win win situation. And then, too, like, realizing that we are those type of people. Like, every time I run into problems on a job remodeling, I'm like, this is this is going to make me a better craftsman, having to figure this out, mm. right? And make it, you know. So I look at it as like, oh, this is going to make me better. Because it's it's irritating. It's it's all of it. You know, I got to deal with this, and how do I do it? And, you know, and so when I do it and everything comes out beautiful, I realize I'm better now. Mm. I'm a problem solver. I'm not just doing something that's easy and, like you said, anybody can do yeah you know so. yeah it feels better right yeah, when, yeah. when it requires a little skill so uh that's so a good yeah. one i think people need to you know going out and figuring out as early as possible like how you want to be because you know I, I think one of the one of the things that i really hated was one time like my first time i got fired i forget where it was anyway it was just being chronically late and they came in and said we're gonna have to let you go um, you, you, you know, just two, three minutes late every day and, you know, and this is that. And I was Wait, like, how old were you? Where was this? This was here. I think when I worked for a contracting company. Oh, okay. And I was just coming late, you know. And so, but again, like I said, I'd work later. You know, you guys go, I'll finish up, I'll clean up, you know, things like that. Like I, I knew I had to make up for it, right, somewhere. Mm -hmm. But that's not how they're looking at it. They want you following a line to their rules and this is that. So, yeah. You know, and I was doing good work. They weren't having any other problems other than my chronic late list. So that bothered me because I was like, you should see better. You should see a little bit further than that. And if you really want a business, you say, okay, this guy always makes up. He's productive. This, this, and that. So mm -hmm. let him come, you know. But it's all this whole weird thing that I, you know, it's too weird for me, you know. And even though it's correct and they have the right to do it and I should be following it if I have committed to working yep. under them, yep. mm -hmm. I still don't like it. 
and I don't want to live my life down to minutes and all that stuff. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, so, um, and then just the fact that I could get fired, even though I was doing everything else pretty good, I said, like, I can't do this, you know? So, you know, just pay attention to what you're going to be getting yourself into. Are you going to be an employee? Then, then give into that. Do not resist all the rules of it, right? Mm-hmm. And be a master at doing that. Or are you going to be, uh, like, I think me and you are subcontractors. We, we kind of hire, you know, guns for hire. Guns for hire or doing our own our th- business. Our own thing, right. Yeah. So those two things, because, you know, we all need each other. But as long as I'm in control of what I can be and no one can fire me for my reputation, all that, you know. So I come in on my terms. And that makes me feel empowered, you know. But hey, some people love to have rules and lines to follow. So be it. Just know who you are. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Food for thought. Yeah. So we're out on the land today. So I can hear the planes and maybe a little breeze. Getting breezy. Some birds chirping. So another thing that happened this week was I fell off my semen retention. Last weekend, I had a good weekend with the woman I'm seeing. Oh, girl? Yeah. But I busted twice in one day. Ooh. First one was accident, and the second one was like, well, I already did it once, let me do it again. Then, you know, then the next night I couldn't sleep, so I did a couple more times trying to go to sleep, and I think the next night I did that too. And, man, life is just way worse. It's like, especially after being like a month of really filled up with that chi, and then I just release, 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 release. Now it's just like way less direction way less um like waking up in the morning with the energy to focus on non-fun tasks that need to be done there's way less like i don't even want to do it i just want to like lay around and 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 then just, and then all this stuff at work it, uh, i felt emotional i don't know if it's just from the work or it's from my lack of uh, retention or, or it's from like my body like not getting used to it but it also reminding me the way i feel these past few days is reminding me of how i felt in different sections of my life which wasn't good it's like i'm just the more the more the, i'm seeing my retention is just one of the biggest things i'm thinking like to be successful in life which is hard uh you need to do that and it, it needs to be like kind of constant and then you will have the energy and the focus like yeah just like it's like the motivation is gone the focus is gone the the durability like so much things leave also just my desire to like be in a relationship like all these things just dwindle man hmm. i'm definitely going back to the retention once a month is probably my my uh allowance on that yeah but the problem is the challenge i'm having is you can just have sex all day so like you know what i mean you have sex almost bust pause go back at it back at it back i i keep doing that too long you know what i mean and then before you know it, I, you bust. I bust, yeah, because it's like when do you stop? But it's hard to stop because women can seem seemingly just keep going, and you know I, I can keep going. I said, let me rest thirty seconds, and I can go for another five minutes. Rest. I can do that for a couple hours, but eventually, I, I have to like I'm realizing I have to like stop and actually walk out of the room. <laughs> like, all right, hold on, let me walk out of the room. Get but, my senses together. Yeah, because I'm um, you know it's uh, it's intoxicating, and you just want like it's so fun just to almost bust and almost almost. There's sort of like little mini orgasms, but eventually, yeah, huh. it happens. That's interesting. That's been my experience this week. Yeah, it's it's weird. Like you know, being with women, I, I rarely it takes time for me to bust nuts with them. Like mm. I got to be deep in the relationship. You know, I I don't want to leave my DNA anywhere. 
you know, I don't know what that is. So I just don't do it. But then I think about that. I think about it after, and then I, you know, do <laughs> on your own. On my own. <laughs> so I have images, yes. and then all that stuff. So uh, I do it, you know. But uh, but I don't, don't they? I, wait. I never thought about that. You know, I just don't like. I'll be like, go ahead and come. I was like, eh, no. So just, don't they get upset? They no. want you to come, right? I mean, most women just don't. I've, I've never. They'd be like, you know, they ask me to do it, and then I just don't, and then I, it's never been an issue. Mm. It's been an issue with me a few times. Huh. <clears throat> well, you but, got more experience than me. <laughs> <laughs> they always want it. I mean, I, they, just like we want them to have orgasm, they want us oh, to I have Oh, I want orgasm. them to have orgasm. Oh, yeah, yeah That's important too. to, you know. I don't think, yeah, women will deal with you if, I didn't even, like, realize, you know, still listening to a lot of women these days on, online, I'm surprised how many women don't. And, uh, yeah. And then there's some that, like, you know, it's been common, you know, coming through with all kinds of different women. They say, yeah, I haven't, I have never had an orgasm. I'm like, what? You're 40 years old. Yeah, that's weird because, I mean, it seems like if you can get on top, you should be able to give yourself an orgasm. So if you've never had an orgasm, that's, that's there's some like kind a, of mental block. Yeah, that's on. a block. Yeah. They can't just be bad lovers, all of them. I mean, they could if they're just not good at picking. But I mean, just get on top. Right, take if, control. If he, if, it's, if, it's, if he can get hard, then you should, you should be able to get on top and just give yeah. yourself orgasm. Like I would think. That's the lack of self knowledge. Yeah, because you're right. Because mo most women, they know what they how to do it to yeah. themselves. They like if you can't to... do it, it's like all right, you just get on top. Go ahead, <laughs> do your thing. <laughs> She's like, baby, stay on my pearl for a little longer, baby. <laughs> so yeah, that's interesting, man. I guess you're right in a sense because the more I guess what we're saying here is the more your discipline and you're in alignment with your body is here to make energy for you. Mm -hmm. And the more you don't get in its way of doing that, you're going to be able to be more resilient out there. Yeah. And, and deal with, like you said, I can look at mundane tasks and see it in a creative way. Yep. That's, that's energy. Like, yep. you know, I always use, you know, herb for that. Like I can, I can see something I don't want to do and then I can smoke and then, oh, okay, I can figure out a way to make this interesting. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because, like, you know, with, with the things that work, it makes me think, like, all right, so what am I doing? What do I want to do? You think in long term? I know long term I'm not an employee. That's just that's we're, a fact. We're not employee mentally. We're yeah, yeah. just not. I'm not. I'm never going to be the one. So, so it's like, okay, so think of the next 10, 15 years of my life. Yeah, I got to have my own businesses. And, and, and I want them to be residual. And so then that's a lot of, like, like you start thinking about it, It's like that's a lot of, like, writing and applying or, like, you know, just it's like, a lot of, like, it's a lot of little tasks to start a business and to do this and to that. It's like a thousand tasks. And when you're thinking about that, it can be overwhelming if you don't have the energy. But when you have that retention, that that, en that semen energy, that I can do. Yeah. I can do it. Attitude. I I can do it. Like it doesn't matter. I'll just sit here and focus for eleven hours straight and get all these things done. But if you're like tired and weak, uh, just I want not fun. Netflix and eat a bowl of ice cream. <laughs> and then go watch some porn and kill uh, like six hours of, of an unproductivity yeah right? yeah this is the this is what everybody has to deal with uh and some are losing that battle some know they're in the battle at least we know we're in the battle yep i know every day when i do something that's not productive i know it and i'm like you know but i'm not too hard on myself but i gotta get maybe harder on myself like because you know in the second stage of life man you got to do it. We need to get some of my residual. Like, I, I, it's really nice. I got one source of residual income, which is my book. And that's cool. It's like $300 a month, sometimes more. Uh, 
and and it's already been going for two three years so it's just going to keep going and i've neglected it i haven't done a single podcast in 10 months i'm still getting downloads i'm still getting sales from what i did do we should put some podcasts on nbc me and you yeah yeah because i mean like you know nbc is the real deal it's like uh yeah it helps you navigate at the highest level all all that you're going to encounter yeah i mean until there's something else better no it's a great technique it's a great tool and I, I, I'm just like we just need like so I got one that's three hundred dollars a month. We we need like two three thousand dollars a month minimum residual income just coming in. No matter what, we could take breaks. We can go off for a few months and still be collecting. That's yeah. that's gonna be one of my goals. We want our business that takes like it's cool to have your business that takes a lot of energy for you to do, but you also want these ones that don't take any energy or like take energy once and then give you energy forever. So basically, for me, it means I need to keep writing books. I'm, I already know the next book I need to write: Emergency Empathy. And I'm gonna write that over the next three, four months, and that's another one. And I, I think I'm gonna keep writing, and that's that's just like that's something that we can all do. Probably you should too. Should there's that word, but most people have something they could write a book about. And it, what does it take? It just takes that that the energy to like to sit down, write it, rewrite it, rewrite it. it. Doesn't have to be super long. But for me, I know that's that's one way. I've already I've done it once. It succeeded. I need to keep doing that. And if I don't do it, there's no excuse besides laziness and lack of follow through, you know. Or you know, staying with the rules of how your body creates energy, and, and then you focus it. You know, you got to stay. There's rules to having high level of energy. And either you're gonna do it or you're not gonna do it. That's why probably like some people start off good and then they peter out. That's what we hear most of the time. They start out strong. And then they peter out, especially if they have success, right? Then, okay, I can do this now. I can do this. And that's not, you know. So it's going to take a really specific type of person to understand what life is about. It's about health. And it, your body's here to create this high level of energy if you treat it right. And then you focus that energy where the fuck you want. Yes. Yeah. You know? And there's no shortcuts and all these little pleasure things. They don't give you energy. That's like Don Juan, right? What did he do? He just made, first thing he did was just make sure that Carlos Castaneda was not losing energy. Stop all your leaking energy. That's plug all the leaky places. And if you do that, you naturally become a superpower because that's how we're designed, just to. Yeah. And it makes sense too. Like he said, you know, save your sexual energy for your dreaming. So when you can go into dream time and then you can explore your creativity and do things you can't, that's it, not, you're not able to do in, in reality, mm -hmm. which is going to help you in reality. Right, you're going to be able to discover things, and you know, in that free state of mind, you know, you can soar and fly and do shit, you know, and then maybe you can bring some creativity back into your real world if you can remember it, right, and then yep. apply it, you know. So, and then of course your self-importance. Mm. Jesus, that's a big. He goes, that's one of the leakiest. That's the ego, right? That's just, man, it is such a challenge. Uh, wow, I'm, I'm, I had like almost an insight with the thing I'm going through at that work. It's like. You know, your ego is your image, your idea of who you are, and you have different egos in different spots. So I had an idea of who I was in, in my work situation, and then hearing this thing, oh, I hear grumblings, you're not a team player, and showing up late. and So then it's like piercing my ego. I thought I was like a great employee. I thought I was like, a, you know, everybody was like. You thought you were bulletproof out there. I, I thought I was bulletproof. I thought I was doing a great job. I'm super, you know, doing all this. And then everybody's paying attention to these petty things. Oh, my God, yeah. These like, little things. Like, to undermine. And two, in the 48 Laws of Power, he talks about that. If they feel intimidated by your skills, then they'll focus on this petty stuff that they can actually get into the ear of the boss or the chain of command 
right? If, you know, cause a lot of it is, you know, jealousy over your skill sets, you know, I don't know if you, you feel that. Um, or, I mean, I think it's irritation at my independence. Like, like when I don't freak out or I'm, I'm not just going to jump and say, like, I'm not, they say jump, I'm not going to be like, how high? I'm going to be like first assessed. Okay, do I really need to jump? <laughs> like if I say jump, jump, don't look around and see if you need to jump. Let's flesh that out. Because that's, uh, so what is that? Let's, I mean, so, okay, I'm doing it. So you should be doing it too. Like where, what is that? I mean, is that ego? Because at the end of the day, why would you care? If I if I chose to take a calmer approach and assess things, which is the best way, to freak out and be like this, this, and that, I mean, that's not going to help you. That's just energy wasted. How about just sink down, start breathing, and say, what is the best move to make right now in this dilemma? Yeah, I think, so I think there's a couple angles, right? Because if the producer's like, jump, and then everybody jumps whenever she says jump, and she's a badass, She's genuinely like a badass. That's one of the reasons why I work there, because I'm learning, right, um, just to how she rolls. She's generally right, but so it's probably better for the whole company for everybody to jump when she says jump. So when I'm not jumping because it's better for me not to jump, that's the, the issue. It's better for me. I'm not going to stress out because you're stressed out, and I'm, but I do get my job done, right? But maybe other people, if they don't jump when she says jump, they might not get the, 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 their job done. For me, I always get my job done well in time. Sometimes I do Herculean effort. Sometimes I do shit that is like, but, but the thing is I don't brag about it and I don't, I don't even point it out. You know what I mean? Like, like sometimes people just get used to you doing things and they don't really know like how much skill it took to deliver this piece with this much flow. And, and I don't say, Hey, you know what? This was really challenging. I don't say that. I just, I just turn it in. So, I don't think they always appreciate, or at least they definitely don't acknowledge it. Maybe they appreciate it, they don't acknowledge it, but they do acknowledge tiny little mistakes. Mm. And I think too, like, you're right. I mean, when I was looking at, when I had to work that six months, a couple years ago, um, it seemed, you know, like I said, they had a system and, uh, and I would take a little longer, but no one would have to come back, right? Mm, mm-hmm. And then when I started working service, when I told the guy, hey, you know what, they, could, they can give me a vehicle, I don't have to beat my vehicle up, I could be service now. And then I would go back to some of the jobs of other men, and they were such sloppy jobs. So they basically were meeting their, the pressure that they were trying to do it in two or three days tops. Mm-hmm. You know, but it was sloppy, and then somebody had to come back. Whereas mine took maybe four or five days, but nobody had to come back. Mm. And I was still busting my ass hard. Because all these little details, I mean, you know, so... Uh, and it was just unappreciated. I was like, okay. So, you know, of course my, uh, my bosses were those people. <laughs> <laughs> those that shall not be named. Uh, we can't talk about it. But, um, but so I, as I was analyzing this, I was like, okay, so their job is to constantly make, make you feel like you're not doing enough to mm. keep you in check, mm. right? That's mm-hmm. this where I, I believe that's the truth. Because they can't really praise you or this or that, um, so it's always mi- making you feel like you're not meeting things and pointing out these little things, as they make a lot of money on you, right? And I I, I kind of see like that's how it works, because when I would see these jobs, they want to pay me like eight to seven, eight to you know sometimes a thousand depends on what I had to do, and get me get it done in three days. 
and then I see that they're making seventeen thousand, right? Dang. And then and then we could see like what the you know because we had all these itemized lists of okay this cost this this cost mm -hmm. this this cost mm -hmm. this so I got to see all the numbers because I had the worksheet and they have to sign it and all this stuff after I'm done and so you did and, the math and what was their profit do you think? ridiculous but they were it was lifetime guarantee so oh, okay. no matter what went on it was always go back so it, it, you saw that they had a a blossoming flourishing service because it was like get the work done let us get the check and we'll worry about it, you know, pay somebody service. Like they were paying me 35 an hour just to do service mm. in their truck. Mm -hmm. As I was switching off, like, I'm not going to go any faster. I'm not going to bust my chops. I, you know, I just told them, you know, you, you know, this is what it is. Until I get better naturally and faster, because I'm doing all these different levels. Um, and, you know, I actually got to see one of the benefits was to seeing a guy who had a family and all that. And this guy was badass. He was, you know, maybe five or, you know, probably 13 years younger than me. Um, but man, he was, he was the one that trained us and he moved around like, like speed walking through the job. And he had his truck and his, you know, everything in, in line. He had his whole system down. Mm -hmm. So this guy was killing it. Like he's making thousand dollars a day because he, <laughs> he's no joke. So when you work and he's a nice guy and we got along really well and we actually became friends and, you know, hung out a little bit. Um, but it was good to see, cause it's rare to see fast and good. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. They exist, but I got to see what that looks like. That speed walking. Boom. He's like, and you were like, that ain't me. No. I'm not going to do I I want to enjoy the process. I want to get into it. Like, I don't want to move like that, mm -hmm. you know, on, you know, anything, really. I like my pace. Mm -hmm. It might not be the fastest, but it's thorough and it gets done. So he well. didn't make many mistakes or he didn't make any mistakes? No, his, it was good work, fast, which is rare. Very rare. Make no mistakes. No he mistakes? Was, he was the no main man. Dang. And so it, it was actually a pleasure to watch him. I, you know, wow. yeah. So I, I lucked out. That was one of the highlights of the job, you know, seeing somebody like that and what it took. So I'm not confused about, oh, you know, thinking some, you know, fast and good. That's what it looks like. Mm. You got to move like that. Yeah, <laughs> it's not by accident. It's not by accident. So yeah, but yeah, I, you know, yeah, it's weird, man. Um, people like wanting to see emotion out of you. You know, uh, I don't know how that serves. If you if you're actually a good like her position, what's her position? Producer, executive producer. So the producer executive, if you realize everybody has their own, you know, method, but as long as they deliver on the deadline, why the fuck would I care? That's a high level probably person. I, I think it's also because like if there is an issue, it's a, there's no small issues. So, so if we don't deliver on the deadline, it's a big oh. issue, right? So it's almost like that can never happen. So. Ooh. Like so, the Ooh. the big the thing that started all off was, uh, yeah, like I didn't think I was late, right? Because of the ice storm coming in, like I'm here. You thought I'm you like, had a little wiggle room. It's yeah. a fucking disaster. Yeah, it's a disaster, <laughs> and and plus like yeah, and then so she came in and was like she she's also going through a lot of stuff in her life, so she's extra stressed. Genuinely, has nothing to do with the job, just other stuff. But uh, she was like yelled at me a little bit it was like oh, it's like you don't care and i was like what so that was her thing it's me not jumping and not like that looks comes across like i don't care uh little does she know or they know like there's no way i would be there if i don't care like there's no job i would ever do just for money like unless you, you know what i mean not not for long maybe for a minute and then i'd be like no that's not my life but i do care i, I care about the whole team i care about like the humanity which you know what i mean uh, but I could, you know, I, I, 
I could see how I'm not mad. I guess yeah, I'm not mad. I'm just I, I'm just recalibrating and is realizing what they actually want and what I'm willing to give. And I didn't realize I didn't realize it, you know, there was a a a, a mis, mismatch. But I'm realizing it now. And then you think about it too, like looking at it from her because she's going to be the one that Dell comes to and complains if none of this other stuff gets done. So she's handling yes. all that pressure. Yes. Yes. So 100%. she wants to see you, you know, and that's I think her mistake, you know, um is because she's looking at things through her lens only instead of saying Micah still delivers, but you know, why do I want to see him as stressed as I am? You know what I mean? She wants you to she wants to feel that from you because her job is stressful. She it is. is held accountable. Dell's going to go to her. He doesn't care about you guys. It's her. Yeah. And she does an awesome job. Yeah. Like, for real. She does. So, so I get yeah. it. Yeah. Uh-huh. I get it. I get right. It. Me too. And that's what, that's what's like, yeah, I guess I'm like, I can tell this was a shift. This, this was a, this, this was the beginning of probably, I don't know, either me transitioning into a different role or leaving the job. I mean, I'm just not going to be quick, but who knows? <laughs> who knows? You never know. Uh, but I could tell, like, yeah, something shifted. There, there was a shift. Things are not the same any longer. There. And it's weird too. Like you're, you're right. It's like it, it, when you get fired, or people are trying, you know, and unsatisfied. When you're given a lot, and you know what you're given, and it's valuable, but they're they're still doing that. It does make you feel some type of way because now you're kind of invested in this little community, mm-hmm. and it hurts that they're looking at you that way yeah. for whatever reason. Yeah. Even though I can look at it and say, no, I'm given a lot. Okay, mm-hmm. I I know I am. Yeah, but it still hurts. I don't know why. Yeah, it, it does hurts. hurt. Yeah, it does hurt. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's why we have to do our own thing, man. Because yeah, I'm I'm in I'm on the planet too to do that. Like I, yeah. I got to. I, I won't be happy even if they were all love, love, love. Everything's great. I still can't be there longer than another. Like in my mind, it was always like once this land is paid off, I'm going to tell them that I want to adjust my role. Let's just just hire me when you need me. Yeah. Now it just might come a little sooner, or I might have to have to have to talk, but because I just want to get this land paid off, man. This is just I want to get it paid off, and then we can just breathe. It's like I just love the idea of knowing that I can come out here and live in a tent if I want to for months. I can write. I can come out here and write my book. I could like live on so little money and write a book every. You know, I could do that like once a year. Come out to the land, fast, write a book. The rest of the year, I I sell the book. Man, that's what's up. It's like there's something to that. No, that's uh, yeah, it's just another observing. Like I think too, so many people get locked into thinking the only way, you know, because that that was one of the things that depressed me early. Like as I was navigating and realizing, not yet having the uh, the room to think and understand what my options were, that I was gonna have to live this life of an employee, mm. and I struggled from Ooh, day one. Day one. Day one. It was like, I don't like, I like school, same thing. Yeah. Being an employee, same thing. Like, I got to follow somebody's rules. Ugh, I know. And Gosh. and even though I've like, I probably could work longer with somebody because I had good employers mm-hmm. that I, that I love them. Employers? Like, employer. <laughs> employers. Um, yeah. And I had no problems. They were fair. Um, you know, and, you know. Um, but How was Jonathan? Oh, yeah. Flawless? I mean, like. I was earning my keep, you know, he was paying me cheap and I did, a, I, that's the, that's what you got to do. I got to do all the grunt work and, and learn, but he was patient with the questions. I got to see, I got to ask why this, why are you doing that? 
you know, um, and he was only like paying me two fifty a week. Plus, I got to live at the house, so mm-hmm. I wasn't making a lot of money. But I was learning. But he gave you a career, which is he gave me yeah, something where I can go make money anywhere, anywhere more than average college graduates. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, um, yeah. And now you know, easily making like sometimes eight fifty a day. Like that's, I mean, a lot of college graduates aren't making that. So, no. so it just kind of shows you, you know, um, what 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 skills actually people will dig in their pocket for, like mm-hmm. the skill sets out there. You know. Um, so a lot of people are finding out my degree isn't serving me at all, and I and I owe money on it, right? I'm, <laughs> you know, so yeah. All right, yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. So I think that's that's what's up. Well, what do we what do we call this one? Just kind of knowing your purpose early. Um, In inner inner office politics, yeah, knowing. Knowing who you are, and also, man, like semen retention. I know I'm talking about it a lot, but wow, it's so influential. Men, if you have not tried it, I just can't recommend anything more than going at least, at the very, very, very least, go one week and see how you feel. Because that's when they say your testosterone doubles in one week. And if you can go like a month, go a month. See how you're interacting with your woman at your job your dreams see see how much more realistic your dreams feel how closer your dreams feel and then compare it to when you feel depleted and how far away your dreams feel oh wow yeah because like when you have a lot of energy you can actually see and then you, you your energy's there say yeah i can actually yeah. do it i can do those 45 steps that it'll take I'm, I'm doing it and the other one's like oh, i don't even want to do the next three steps and then you how am i gonna do 45 pop a beer pop a beer let me have a beer and i'll think about it tomorrow <laughs> I'll think about it tomorrow. Let me go watch some porn and drink some beer. <laughs> and we'll, we'll see what we can do tomorrow. But little do you know, if you were to, look, I'm going to have less energy tomorrow. My body's going to be recovering from what I did. That's that spiral, right? Like you said, you, you get so deep in the hole, you can't even see the light anymore. And then you don't even know which way's up or down. Yeah. And then you just kind of going in the dark with your hands. Which, where's the wall at? You know, one of the things I've been appreciating about Andrew Tate and Jordan Peterson, um, that and I think this is why men are appreciating them is because it's a good to get this reminder that life is hard. Um, it's hard. Life is hard. It's painful. And um, when we don't, I think when we don't realize that, then maybe we judge ourselves when we're not succeeding and when we have to go through pain. And so we then we're more apt to indulge. Like life shouldn't be hard. Let me go indulge in beer. I feel good after beer or, or eat junk food. I feel good right then. That's how life's supposed to be. No, because that leads to more pain, right? That leads to worse, harder to get out of pain, just a little different uh, speed. So it's just a good reminder. Like, yes, life is freaking hard. This is a hard life and it's not going to be easy. So get, marshal your energies, be disciplined, be focused and be very specific and intentional with what you're doing on this planet because if you're not it's going to eat you up and spit you out yeah men and women have to like understand you know that you know and anything worth having having anything worth having is it's the challenge that makes it sweet like you went through it and it and anything that comes easy you won't respect it's so true it's so you just true. Don't respect it. It's like, oh, it got, it got too easy. There's that feeling like when something's challenging and you're not sure if you can do it. That's like a painful feeling. But then when you do it, yeah. oh, that's glorious. Yes. You're like, I didn't know if I was gonna be able to do it, and I did it. Yes. 
as well said, when you don't know for sure that you're going to accomplish this. Yeah. That is like that little humbling that nobody likes to be there. <laughs> no I like to know that I'm getting that, and that's that. If I don't know I'm going to get it, you know, that's another thing like dating women. Like, I don't know I'm going to get that. That bothers me. I want to know I'm going to get it. Yeah. You know what don't, I mean? Don't work like that. Don't worry like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But, yeah. And vice versa. They got to understand. You could probably get it. <laughs> you can get it. Well, it depends. Depends. You could get it, but... No, I'm saying from the other side. You can get it, but can you get commitment? That's what you that's your burden to bear. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, well that was good. All right then, y'all. Much love and uh retent. Retention. Retain. 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 Refrain and retain. Refrain and retain. And then you'll be able to handle the fame. Massive gain. <laughs>